Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. Today, I share part two of my conversation with my sisters-in-law, Peng and Chi. We discuss our thoughts on resolutions, travel goals, old habits, new habits, and what we're looking forward to in 2020. Let's see if any of ours align with any of yours. Do you believe in resolutions, and um, why or why not? I do. I just because that's just me. Life in general. I always have to feel like I have to put a plan in place and then follow that plan.、Um, but、uh, you know, I mean, every year I still do resolutions, but do I follow through with it? Not all the time, but、uh, you know, that's just life in general for me. Like for the for me, my kids, my husband, I put a plan in place and then try to follow that plan, and I feel like that's a resolution. Right? It's just for、yeah. New Year,、uh, but you know, for work, for personal life, for everything, I always try to. Put a plan in place, which sometimes you follow through, sometimes you don't,、um, and then you just gotta say, "Hey, I kind of fell off track on that one a little." So, right, right. yeah, I, I truly, I, I mean, I believe、uh, in resolutions. I always set them for myself. Oh wow, good for you, Chi. How long is your list? Um, this list is definitely not long because I feel like. I've done what I wanted to so far, and like you know, I still. I guess the one thing my list this year is,、uh, which has been for the last two years, is definitely go to church more and like about my faith. You know, like、mm-hmm. be more、um, and try to teach that to my kids and my husband and all that. The other thing is. Resolution this year is for my kids is looking forward to is like my kids are at that age where they are preteen teenagers. I'm just looking forward to how they are going to be、mm-hmm. and how I'm going to react to, as a parent. For I don't know if that makes sense, but it's no, like it it's、does. not more like me. It's just more like seeing what. Everything brings, yeah. So it's just, I'm excited about that because they are entering a new chapter in their lives. My two oldest,、mm-hmm. and I cannot wait to see the changes physically and、uh, emotionally. I cannot wait to see it, and it's gonna test us, which I hope it tests me to my extent, and then so that I will learn my lesson. Like this is how I know. Uh, you know how to be not better parent, but just a you know a more understanding parent.、Mm-hmm. And another thing on my list is,、um, and this is towards my husband because he says I'm not at loving. That's just、uh, another thing. Is just be more loving. I guess. Like I guess all my love goes to my kids, and sometimes we tend to forget our significant other. Yeah. Chi, I'm going to send you a book.、Um, oh, you know that's so funny. I was just texting Penguin the other day that I need a book to read. It's called the Five Love Languages. Have you heard of it? No. Peng, have you heard of it? I have not. 
Yeah, it's called The Five Love Languages, and it's by this gentleman named Gary Chapman. So, for instance, I'll just make it personal. For instance, with Chad, his love language is uh, physical touch, which most guys are. Uh-huh. And um, that means that that's his language. That means that, that um, that's how he shows love. And the, the other one is um, service. Another language is service. There's like five of them. Um, quality time. Words of affirmation. Receiving gifts. So there's five of those, right? Uh-huh. Um, and most guys, I'm not going to say all of them, but most guys will start with physical touch. Uh, that's just the way they show love. And that's how you, the best way to show them love is through their language, not your language, right? So for me, I, my, my biggest love language is acts of service. Okay, so you can just imagine what that means. You know, I want to make sure that you are showing me you love me by doing like a service for me. Like, I don't know, cleaning the house or doing the dishes. That's how I, you know, that's, the, that's my love language. Some other women are like quality time. Um, others are receiving gifts. So it's a, it was an interesting book. Um, and it's something I'll pass along to you, Chi. And you, Ping, you can oh, read it too. Yes. Um, because I think we, don't, we never learn it like that, you know? We don't learn what our um, love language is. And when I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I never showed him his love language. Never did. I just what kept waiting for him to show me mine, or to show me, and then he never knew my love language. So we were speaking many different languages, <laughs> or not even speaking the same language. <laughs> and oftentimes, you know, that's that's where a lot of the you know the miscommunication comes out of, and then anger, you know, comes from that. And oh, yeah. um, you know, it, it was very eye opening to me. I would just anyway. That's a side segue that um, I wanted to share with you, Chi. Yeah, um, I would love to read it. I will send it to you. All right, so back on track. Um, Peng, what is your ideas about resolutions? Do you believe in them, and why or why not? Yep, I'm on the same page as Chi. I definitely, I do believe in them. I mean, I might, like, similar to Chi, I don't follow them strictly, but I do like to reflect at the end of the, end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, what my year was what you know, like I would like to reflect at the end of the year about the year, what what happened. And then I also like to look forward, you know, like what was I able to do? What was I not able to do, you know, this past year that I'd like to do this coming year or what are you know. Um and a lot of times I like to just write goals for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's to be to have what you know, for God to give me wisdom is to to parent my children, wisdom or patience with my children, you know, or, you know, um, or just reading a book or doing certain things in right. my life. Right. But I do like to just write a couple, jot a couple points down. It's not a lengthy list, just to kind of keep myself on track on just kind of moving along in life, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. You guys are awesome for believing in I I'm the dissenting view here because I don't believe in resolutions maybe that's um why I am the way I am (laughs) Uh, maybe I need to believe in resolutions 
you know, I just didn't, I, I don't believe in them. I believe in the idea of resolutions, which is why um, you were having this conversation. Uh, but I don't believe in the practice of it because I suck at it. I would set these, you know, um, these high goals and then I would never reach them or I would just, you know, give up. And then I started, and then I decided I'm going to set simple ones. And, and then I realized oh, the simple ones are just too easy. You know, they're not even worth putting on my resolution. That and, is still a goal, even the smallest yeah. ones. I know. Yep. And yeah, and it's just, and then, and, and then over time, it just made me feel so bad about myself. And so I just said, forget it. I just don't, I'm not going to do it anymore. It's just bad for my health. So, so maybe I need to pick it up again. I think maybe that's, that's what's missing in my life. Um, I mean, you know, it could just totally be that I'm lazy and I just don't want to work toward a goal too. So. <laughs> no, I think it's like what you said. You are your biggest credit. Everyone is their, their own biggest credit. Right. And, you know. When you just set like simple ones or even uh, big ones or you don't set none at all, you know, like it's it's up to you. It's, you know, for me, I've, you know, everyone's different. If I feel like, I feel like if I don't set a goal or like a resolution or, you know, then what the heck am I doing with my life? Yeah. Like, well, I like what you said, Chi. <laughs> you know, I like what you said where you're like, oh, well, I don't really have that. You know, I think maybe I've done a lot of that's on my list already. And that's kind of, it's really eye-opening for me because I'm like, oh, well, that's probably because she had a list, you know. <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't really do anything with my list if I don't have one. So that put it in a, in a, into a different perspective for me, so. I mean, my list is not like that I'm doing so much. It's just like, you know, learn how to rollerblade or something like that. Yeah. I cannot, I have vertigo and I cannot go anywhere. <laughs> But still, you did it. <laughs> That's, yeah. So maybe I will have to uh, rethink that one. All right, so um, uh, places you'd like to go in 2020. Oh, man, 2020. Um, I do have a few places. Um, Mexico, just because uh, now that we have our passport, I just want to go see everywhere. <laughs> um, and then... Um, you know, um, and I, uh, another, uh, some other places is I want to go re, uh, reconnect, see more of my family, my, uh, that I have not for a while. Like I have first cousins in North Carolina that they, they think about us. And I feel like I've kind of put them in the, like on the back burner, like, mm -hmm. you know, um, just seeing relatives. Uh, you know, like the, the relatives that feel like they are the kind of like the outsiders or like they've been neglected, I guess. Um, you know, I feel like I should reach out more and go, you know, go see them more. And then, you know, and then just like places in general, it's just taking my kids to, um, um, you know, do more like me trips and stuff. But right. Yeah. But yeah, Mexico is one. Cancun is one that I definitely want to go. Um, and then the Northern Lights, it's always been on my very first list, and I'm still getting to that. <laughs> I just, you know, haven't gotten to that yet and don't know if I want to go to Canada, Alaska, or Iceland to see the Northern Lights. Um, um, wow, but, that's... I mean, yeah, 
I'm still that's still on my list. <laughs> that's quite a list, Chi. For 2020, this is all for 2020. I know. Well, I tell you, I, I do a big list so that if I don't finish them on, at least I, I do some of them that yeah. I don't feel as bad, you know? Right. Or maybe one, if you can't find a deal for one, you can find another deal for the other one or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. See, that's the reason why I don't do lists because then I feel like if I can't do anything, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're at, I'm going to throw them all up there, and I'll do at least one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, what about you, Ping? Uh, well, Ping and I, we haven't, been we haven't really been talking about our trips yet, but I guess we normally try to take one family trip mm -hmm. once a year with the kids, and then we try to do one trip where it's just the two of us. And I guess next year, since I'm turning 40, we've talked about going to Hawaii, so I think... Oh, with with, so nice with us, right? Yeah, we are all welcome to come. You cannot turn forty without us too. <laughs> I know, no, you guys are. Well, I was debating either Hawaii or even just the Florida Keys. You know, what I mean, the flight's not so long, you know. Right. But it's still just as beautiful and tropical down there. Yeah. Um. So I think that for just adults, and then for the kids, we we really like going to the national parks. So yeah, we're thinking of going to Yosemite um, this year, but we'll see. With Ethan working full time now, I'm not sure if it's gonna be how challenging it will be to schedule with him, with him working now too. But right. um, let's just we're being hopeful. So maybe just those two. Oh well, still something to shoot for. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So this year, I decided I'm just going to like scale it down a little bit. I do, I think, do what, I mean, I would like to still go on a trip with the boys, um, you know, spring break or something like that, so I'm still figuring that out, but what I wanted to do is, um, and I've always had, you know, a fascination for architecture, and I've always wanted to go and visit, like, you know, the Frank, the Frank Lloyd Wright houses. I know we have um, a few of them here in Wisconsin, and I've always wanted to go see them, and it's, I've never done it. One one of my dream summer trips would be to take a trip across the U.S. and visit all his homes. But, you know, that's going to be like a few years in the making. Um, but for now, I will just visit kind of like the local area, the local homes in the area. Um, so, yeah, that's my... I'm going to start small. That's actually yeah, pretty neat, okay? Yeah. And, you know, they have actually quite a few of his homes that are... Um, are rentals so you can like stay for the night and you know for a couple nights I think a lot of them are just over the weekend so I've been looking into that too but I, I just I wouldn't be able to do it you know I'd need a traveling buddy so you can always ask us I know that's like my co-worker you know what she does she goes to haunted houses really yeah I don't know about that for like a night or two I don't know about that like for the ghosts, like mm -hmm. if it, if they catch uh, like a glimpse or like that's the that's like their day is made, you know. Like I'm like, oh my god, no, I think I would just run away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my goodness, that's funny. All right. So, what old habits would you like to let go in 2020? There's too many to be having a novel, right? I can start. What old habits do you guys want me to let go? 
No, you never ever ask that question. <laughs> Not unless you want them to be honest. <laughs> I do, cause sometimes I need uh help, like like King, like you said, like the self helpers. I need that help, like cause like those are that's me. I will need the self help books just to find my own flaws. <laughs> it's it's just another way to look at things, um, and it's an easier way to look at things instead of having. People tell you what's wrong with you too. <laughs> it's um, you know. What's wrong? With us? I know you can't really argue with a book, but you know. <laughs> um, so I'll just tell you what what old habit that I would like to let go of. Um, you know, I have a lot of anxiety, and so at the top of my list, of course, is worrying. Um, just because you know, I worry about. I don't know. You know, I worry about worrying. Yes, <laughs> I just. <laughs> It's just something that happened and carried on and and I just carry it with me and it's lived with me for so long that it's hard for me to give up. You know, and I don't know if it's just because um, I've just always been the kind of person who had to take care of so many things. You know, and so if I felt like if I didn't worry about it, no one else is going to worry about it. So somebody has to worry about it. Um uh-huh. You know, it's just one of those things. But it's gotten to the point where it's very toxic now, too. You know, it's like, all I do is worry. And, um, yeah, it's one of those things that has kind of, you know, stopped me from really kind of enjoying life. So I'd like to give it up. It's gone. It's gone. Embedded. <laughs> Embedded into females. Like, we are the ones that worry. Yeah, yeah. Yep, it is. And it just took a turn for me. It just took a toxic turn for me. So, yeah. That's a good habit to lose that. It is. Yeah. So, the steps, baby steps came to get yourself to, like, fully feel like you're letting go completely. Right. And not worry. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes I'm like, uh, I do have, someone has to worry. You know, I still worry, but it doesn't, doesn't have to be so much where it takes, where I can't enjoy anything. Yeah, so that's, you know, I recognize that, and I'm working on it. Well, King, this could be on one of your lists, is to worry less. And then don't be so hard on yourself when you do find that you can't stop worrying, you know? Like, because yeah. I don't think we could honestly let that one completely go. You right, know? Cause right. Because just like, be like, YOLO, like... <laughs> Right. You only love one. So I'm gonna be. About <laughs> I'm gonna be trying all new things, Chi. <laughs> Good and bad. That's how. Yes. Yeah, I would just like to give up a little bit of the worry, um, to the point where you know it's like. I it's here's okay. the thing. You just gotta tell yourself it's okay. Like. Yeah, if things don't I'm work not out. Worry about this thing. Right. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. You know? And that's my thing, you know, I'm always like, I'll have to make sure it's not, you know, that if it doesn't work out, I should be, I could be okay with it. I've learned this year, too, that, um, and a lot of times, like, the stress we get is from our own family. Yeah. That I've learned that it's okay if I can't be there for them as much as I, uh, I wish I could. And I used to drop everything you know, drop everything just to try to be there for them. But now I'm learning that I'm not going to worry about it. It's okay. Like, you know, it's okay. You just got to tell yourself that it's okay. I'm not going to worry about it. 
and they'll be okay. Right? Yes. Yeah, they'll be, yes. They'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's the thing. And you know, it's like it'll be okay if it doesn't work out the way you planned it, right? Yeah. 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 All right. So next, who's given up what? What old habits? Mine, I think, uh, habit to uh, uh, a habit to uh, give up. I think, and you know, I'm my own biggest critic. Plus, I have a significant other that has helped me know what my <laughs> my flaws are. So I'm gonna go what he says, and you know, because uh, he has mentioned it a few times. So maybe I sure stop this is um, um, maybe I should care more. I don't know. He says that he feels like I don't really um, um, not care, but like he, he says the word care, but I feel like I, I, brush things aside too quick, like, eh, maybe I give up too easily, you know, that maybe I should care more, you know, like, that's a habit of mine that maybe I should, like, I shouldn't, like, if it doesn't go my way, or if it's not, it's not a big deal that I just brush it aside, you know, like, mm -hmm. but maybe I should care about it, you know, I don't know, does that make sense? Um, like, I think so, kind of like, to him, right, is that what you mean? Like him and he's talking about like anything in life like uh, let me say for example like uh, uh, okay for example like we play volleyball and if I don't win then it's like uh, I don't care you yeah know? or like you know I don't care that's not a big deal to me or like uh, you know like for work if I uh, if a coworker got a promotion and I didn't get it, and I'm just more like, well, I don't care, you know, like that's fine because I'm happy where I'm at, you know. I, um, uh, uh, but he feels like I should care more and kind of like. Are you, you talking uh, about like ambition, Chi? He thinks that you're not ambitious. Yes, kind of like yeah, like that. So maybe I should I should be more ambitious, have more ambition in life, like. <laughs> But I feel like if I do that, I'm so I'm not true to myself. <laughs> well, okay, so then it sounds like, you know, you're just a laid-back person. And uh, do you uh, think that that's something you need to give up? Such a, yes, I've heard that term, too. I hate that term, laid-back. <laughs> <laughs> but laid-back is, um, you know, it's not typically seen as a bad habit, though, right? Um to me, well, I, uh, you know, I think to me, laid back, because I hate that word, and, you know, like, and it's, to me, that is a, considered, like, a bad habit, because I want, I don't want people to think I don't care. Oh. I want people to think they can walk all over me and be like, we're not going to give her this promotion because she, she she's fine where she's at, you know, yeah. like, I don't want that, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. That's a it's tough one. That's, I know. A, that's a tough one to that's give. One that, that's one that is funny because that's one that we fight about all the time too because even our arguments, he always says, you don't care. You sound like you don't care. Mm -hmm. and in my head, I'm thinking, I don't care. <laughs> it's a bad habit. It's a really bad habit and I should really, um, I should really care more, I guess. <laughs> 
Well, I guess maybe it's something that, um, I don't know if you don't care, Chi, but maybe it's something that you don't want to um, cause conflict. Is that, I think that's more what it is. It's where um, you don't want to, like, conf, um, not, is it conflict I'm looking for, uh, um, the word I'm looking for, or something where you don't want to, um, I think it's conflict. It's like, where you don't have to... <laughs> Conflict, I don't, you know, like if I, uh, I only, only if I put in that situation where I, you know, address conflict, but otherwise, like, I like everything peaceful, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't, you know, like, no, I know what you're saying. I don't care. I don't know what, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that you don't care, Chi. I think it's, yeah, I think it's right on the head. It's like some people just they think they don't care because they don't want to, um. They're not good at dealing with conflict. And so yeah. it's just easier to tell themselves that they don't care about it. And then eventually you just think, you know, you just think that that's just the type of person you are. But no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, Chi, because for me, a long time for me too, it's like, oh, it's okay, you know, I don't, it doesn't bother me. But really, sometimes it really bugs the heck out of me, but I don't know what to do about it, you know? So it's because I don't like conflict. And I don't know how to um, to deal with it, but that's. <clears throat> but I will tell you, Chi, that they have classes for conflict resolution. Yeah. Um, because I think that you know you do have to um, you do know you ha- do have to know how to deal with conflict in order to in order to get what you want too. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes, if you don't, oftentimes I don't know how to deal with it. So either I just don't deal with it, or I deal with it horribly. So, and then, you know, I don't get what I want anyway, because I have a big old tantrum, right? Yeah. So, no, it, yeah. it, it's definitely something that, you know, it's hard for everyone. Um, but I think, you know, you recognizing that is definitely already a good start. Yeah, well, you know, I definitely, I've, I've recognized it for a while, and it's hard to get out of that. I don't care. Even when you recognize it, when you don't care, that it's hard to like uh, get help for that. Or, yeah. Like, you know, well, because change that bad habit. Uh, because to me, it is a bad habit because yeah. I see the effect the toll is taking on the people you love when you should consider what they have to say or care more. You know, like right, right. Yeah, no, I know, I know it's hard, Chi, and it's, um, no, it's just part of, um, communication. You have to learn to communicate well and to get what you want, to also communicate to tell them what, what, um, what you want so they know, right? Otherwise they don't know. And then you just say, oh, it's okay. You can just walk all over me, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's a, it's definitely, um, it's a hard one. When you figure it out, she, you tell me. Yes. <laughs> All right. I hope that's a bad habit I can let go of. Yeah. No, I know it is. I know it is. I know that, and especially with you, Chi, um, I know that you are capable of it. That's such a long list, but that's not on my list, that bad habit. How sad is that? <laughs> because you already kicked it. That's what happened. <laughs> what about you, Ping? I, I would have to say mine's probably the opposite of she. She's she's trying to care more. I need to learn not to care 
that much. <laughs> I have a tendency to try to, I think, help people way more than I probably should. And I think sometimes then that stresses me out, you know, because I want to make yeah. sure they're successful, you know, or, you know, so I think for me, not that I shouldn't care more, but I just learn to help when I can, but also understand that, you know, when I, when I don't have time to help, it's okay to say no, being, you know, just learning to say no, if I can't help, so. Right. Uh, you, it's okay to say no, it's okay to walk away. No one, their world is not going to fall apart. But yours might fall apart if you say yes. Right. So, you know. That's that's absolutely true. That is, uh, yeah, that's. um, Right. But, yeah, I think it's, and I also think it's in the the way that you um, handle it, too, right? How, I think more, more in, in, not that you have to say no to pain, but how do you go about saying yes and being okay with not doing everything for them, you know, not being someone that, yeah, someone that gets walked on all over too. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about new habits then. What would you like to have, um, a new habit that you'd like to create? I can start. Um, I think for me, it's just to be active again. After Ooh, having that's a nice day, two years ago, you know, I tried you know, just getting active again, but then, you know, you, you get so busy with life, you know, whether it's work, you know, helping out your kids, helping everyone else but yourself, you know, you kind of lose being a mom, you know, I think right. we can all feel that, you know, you lose, you lose focus of taking care of yourself, you take care of everyone but yourself, you're always the last one, so next year, it's my focus, will be on my family, but also on me, is what I'd like to, um, try to do next year yeah yeah I mean I think that's the um you know I think that's the eternal struggle for a mother you know is to take time to take care of themselves too yeah and, you know it's you know I wish <clears throat> we wouldn't put so much pressure on ourselves or um view it so negatively when we do have to take time to take care of ourselves um and it's it's something I think we I think that we are the first ones, right, as a woman and as a mother, to criticize someone else, uh, other mothers to like, you know, who want to take time to take care of themselves. And I think that number one, we have to stop that, so that we can take care of ourselves, so that we don't find ourselves in crises. Um, oh, and- I'm all about. Mothers, women, take care of yourself first. Yes. You hear that? That's why, you know, even for the bad, like, well, not bad, but people see that, you know, some women, if they, if they took time away from their kids to, to work on themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, if they left their kids and work on themselves, that's, that should be good for the mom. She knows what she needs to do, you know, I mean, yeah, you know. I hope you are able to do that, Pain. I hope so, too, so. Yeah, because I think we all need it. I mean, I am a, I'll say I'm an example of what happens when you don't take care of yourself. And it, it came to the point where it totally had to, you know, everything had to fall apart before I finally said, oh, I need to just take care of myself first. Um, and at this point, you know, I can't help anyone else until I, I take care of myself. And 
I'm just lucky that not everything fell apart yet, you know. So, she, what about you? Um, you know what? A new habit I wish I will, um, uh, to start this, uh, this, uh, to 2020 mm -hmm. is saving more. Saving? Okay. Because I love to splurge. And not even on, what's sad, it's not even on like uh, uh, materialistic stuff. Like I have no name brand item, mm -hmm. you know, that I can think of. <laughs> Maybe Victoria's Secret Bronx, that's it, you know, but like no... Uh, but I splurge on like groceries, going out to eat, go traveling. That's my biggest thing. Mm -hmm. And I just, uh, you know, and sometimes I do it too much where I know it's a problem where it's like sometimes I will, um, you know, uh, uh, take my last dime just to, uh, you know, to feed my children this, you know, when really they could have ate this, which was definitely okay too. You know? Right, like, right. Like, they don't need a three, four, five course meal, you know, like, it's okay to have one dish for dinner, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, she, I and think... that's for me and, me and Joe, because Joe, now that he's starting to cook more, he loves eating good yeah like you know he loves eating good you know and i'm just like that's my habit that i want to do this year is just save more and by cutting costs of what um and you know to the point where i think i will look into even like a financial advisor mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well that is actually one of the um i hear that a lot and <clears throat> i learned uh you know several years ago i took a class and i learned that um, oftentimes we don't know how to save because we don't know where our money goes. Um, so what I what the class taught was that you know you instead of instead of being um, behind your money, I guess catching up to it, you should just get in front of it. Keeping track of it is very um, hard, but it's very empowering um, in helping you save because if you know where your money's going then it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, you can't, don't be a slave to your money, your money, you know, and don't let your money be your master. You can be the master of your money. So you should know where your money's going. Um, yeah. And that's one I of the, yeah. Yeah. So this, you know, just keep track of, um, I mean, and of course, you know, the best thing to help you with that is to make a budget um, yeah. and then to, um, you know, stick to that budget. Um, anyway, you know, I hope that makes any makes I sense. I do that too because entertainment, like you know, we we entertain a lot too, and you spend a lot of money on that, and you go out a lot, you know, like you know, uh, that just yeah. Yeah, you just have to be in control of it. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you're always going to be chasing it. Mm -hmm. All right, so mine is just to be uh, more present. I just want to be more present and I tried, you know, I started it last, I started it this year, you know, because I think, um, you know, I would plan all these trips and then I'd go on them with my kids and my family and it would be like, I can't even enjoy it. So I did what, I did try that 
you know, especially over the summer when I went to Georgia, you know, I had no control of it. I went with you guys. So, <laughs> so you know, I was able to enjoy myself. Um, I have been um, getting up and just meditating, you know, in the mornings because that really kind of uh, grounds, kind of like grounds the, the day. You know, it kind of makes I you... the meditation. Yes. Yeah. And I, I can't, I can't do it by myself. I have to have someone, you know, I have a, I have like an app where the woman walks me through my meditation. Yes. Yep. <laughs> because if I do it by myself, whew, you know, all sorts of worry comes in. So. <laughs> um, but it has been really, you know, it's been nice to have that, that moment in the morning and then that kind of, even if it's just in the morning that I'm present, um, it has helped make the, the rest of the day um, go a little bit easier. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my, uh, new habit that I'm hoping to really kind of just hone, hone in on. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay. So we're going to wrap it up. I promise you guys, we're going to wrap it up. Um, <laughs> what are you looking forward to in 2020? I'm looking forward to is... Uh, Kingston's at an age, he's 14. I'm just looking forward to um, him going to uh, high school in 2020, mm. how he's going uh, to handle that. And, um, and you know, even though I complain about the stress he's put me through, you know, his age right now, like, I'm looking forward to more of it because then I know he, you know, he'll, hopefully he'll learn from it. He's, he's such a naughty kid. <laughs> and, you know, I'm looking forward to base. It's, it's just like my kids growing up. That's what I'm looking forward to. Like, what the changes they're going through. Like, uh, yeah. Like, that, she's 11 and she's like, going through body changes and I'm looking forward to talking with her about it and like I mean I, we've already talked about it but when she actually goes through it and we can talk more um stuff like that like that's what I'm looking forward to I can't wait to wow. talk and experience all this with the kids gee you're looking forward to it I'm thinking I'm worrying all about it <laughs> well I'm worried too but I'm also like you know what let it happen so I can I can't wait to see how they are going to be as, like, teenagers or even later on grown-ups, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was talking to someone recently about um, about that because uh, I did see something in Tristan that, I, you know, I was very proud of. And my, that my friend said, you know, it's, it's, you've been raising them for so long, worrying about them, right, and making sure they do the right thing, that now you're finally starting to get to see some of the, you know, the fruits of your labor, um, you finally get, yes. you will, you will get to see the, um, all of the work that you put into them pay off. So you'll get more and more of that. You'll get more and more. So, you know, I know that's what you're looking forward to is to seeing that you, and all this, all this work that you put into them is actually worth something. Um, maybe that's it. All this work I put in, I want to see how yeah. you guys are going to be. Yes. <laughs> And you know, as they get older, you'll see more and more and more of it. Yeah, because Kingston's gonna be high school, Belle's gonna be middle school, and like, 
yeah, I'm just looking forward to how they're all going to handle this. And I can't wait to, hopefully they let me experience it with them. <laughs> like, like, tell me about it so I, you know, can be that mom that's in your business. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you should just be it anyway, Chi. That's yeah, I do. I am. <laughs> uh, too much sometimes. Oh, I know. What about you, Peng? I think what I'm looking forward most to is just, it's going to sound kind of selfish, but just like a new me. That's, not, that's, not, that's not selfish, Peng. <laughs> I'm turning 40, and, you know, like I, one of the things I wanted to let go was just, not worrying and trying to help about, you know, everyone else, you know, learning how to say no, you know, so I mm -hmm. think doing this that, is your turning point when you turn 40, this is a new you thing. Right, well that, and it's like you just, yeah. you're older, you're more mature, and you know, you've, I'm just at a point in my life where, you know, it's like, okay, I, I gotta do me, you know what I mean, but in a yeah. good way, you know, in a good way, you yeah. know, where, yeah. you know, because I, so, um, I'm looking forward to that, so. Yeah. So I will have to just share with you guys, um, and it's funny that you should say that, you know, about turning 40 and everything. <clears throat> so I was listening to this comedian on Netflix. I don't know if you guys ever um, watch her. Uh, her name is Eliza, and oh, what is her last name? It's going to bug me now, but she does, you know, she has like these specials on Netflix, and her latest special she did on, um, she started doing them when she was pretty young. And it focused on, you know, she's like a millennial. And so she talks about all the millennial um, issues, I guess, which was a lot of like, as for a girl, dating and all that stuff. Um, but she's older now and she just got married. I think she's like 30, I don't know, 38 or 39. And she was talking about it in a way where she was like, you know why the reason why Hollywood and why the popular people are so afraid of older women and why it's you know why they make it they they have made it such an issue that we think we should be afraid of growing old too but really what it comes down to is that the older we get the less bullshit we put up with so exactly. <laughs> yes mm -hmm. so the reason why you know men tend to um you know go towards the younger women is because because they know that the older women won't put up with the bullshit that they, you know, that the younger women will, do, will put up with. And so I was like, that's so true. Because, you know, hey, I don't give a shit whatever any, anymore what you do. Um, I know better now. And I won't believe in the lies that you tell me or the, you know, all of these things. And I think that's something that, you know, we learn as we get older. Now, she also said something which I really, I really like too, is that when you're young, it's okay. It's okay to believe in the bullshit because, you know, that's that's part of being young and you should enjoy it. But when you get older, don't believe it anymore. And, so, and she says that's why, um, you know, that's why, um, pop, you know, the, the public or, you know, society in general has such a hard time with older women because we don't put up with it. We see through all the crap and, you know, it's just something that, and it's something we should not be ashamed of. So, yeah, Peng, don't be ashamed of it. I won't. Because 2020 one. Do you okay. and Peng, do you. Yeah. It's a part of, you know, it's, I would say that it's something you learn. It's, it's, a, it's a wise thing that you learn. 
Um, so yeah, we all struggle with it, but I think it's completely fine. <clears throat> so I'm just looking forward to, um, yeah. This is the one thing that I'm still learning is uh, stepping outside of my comfort zone. You know, it's just one of those things where I've just never been good at. You know, and it's always been one of those things where I thought I was. You know, I thought I was. I would do things where I'm like, oh, I would never do this. Um, but really, it's like superficial things, you know. Um, but things where it really matters, like uh, like doing this podcast. Man, it is like nerve-wracking. But... You know, I'm just going to do it. You know, it's one of those things where you, and it's hard for me because you put yourself out there, you know, you put yourself out there to be criticized or you put yourself, you know, it's something you do and it's so personal to you. And so that's always been a hard thing for me to uh, do because I never want to, I don't know, I just never want, it's, just, it's not that I don't take criticism well. It's just because I I take it so hard on my I make it I criticize myself so much. So even if other people think it's okay, I'm just like no, I suck. Um, so for me, you know, I I I want to be able to just step outside of my comfort zone to do something that I want to do, and also to um, kind of learn something about myself that has already been there all along. And I've always wanted to do, uh, but I've never had the, you know, the guts to do it. Um, or to learn something completely new about myself, which is, you know, I think it's what life is all about, really. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm stepping out there on the limb. Just don't, <laughs> just don't step That's on like, me. Do you, Kang, do you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's something I'm looking forward to. All right. Well, ladies, that brings our time together to a close. Um, thank you once again for sharing this conversation with me. Uh, it's, oh, it's it's been a, it was a long one, but I loved it, and I'm so glad I. I know. Thank you for uh, making me do this because I was like, I don't know why I'm gonna talk about, but I couldn't shut up. <laughs> but gee, you know, that's why we need it because you know sometimes I think. <laughs> We need to talk about it to get it out and to um, get it off our chest, right? So we can just, I don't know, not let it sit so long anymore. Um, right. So, yeah. All right. Well, and the other thing, I was just going to say that, you know, even if you're thinking of it, someone else might be thinking the same thing, sharing the same feelings, you know, where like, you know, I'm feeling this. So this is not only to help ourselves, but to help others too if they're having the same feelings that we are. So. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I totally agree, Peng, because I totally, you know, it's one of those things where I've always felt that, um, you know, it is a community. And I, I love talking to people. I do. I really love talking to people, even though I have so much anxiety talking to people. <laughs> I think it's just one of those things that you kind of just, again, you know, as you get older, you just... Don't have time for that, that you know that BS. Um, don't ha I don't have time for the the worry and the anxiety. You know how am I supposed to ever get to know anyone if I can't get past my own myself? Um, yes. So yeah, I think this is just a, a way for me to kind of share myself um, and have other people share themselves. You know, I totally I am a 
a true believer that uh, we all have something to teach each other, and I'm never gonna stop learning. So, you know, I just I just love conversations like these. So, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, you guys have a great New Year's Eve, and I will see you next year. I know. Oh my gosh. I'm glad we did this, um, especially at this time, too. So, yeah, New Year's Eve tomorrow and then 2020. I know, I know. What? Here we come, right? 2020, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, Happy New Year's to you guys, too. Great conversation. All right, you guys. I know. Take care. Okay, bye. Dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed this conversation about 2020 aspirations, and I hope you have a wonderful 2020 yourself. My goal for this podcast is to provide a forum to share thoughts and ideas on different topics of interest. I hope this podcast will be a place where we can teach everyone a little bit about ourselves so that we can learn more about each other. Thank you once again for listening.